Today, I like I like to talk about uh, temptation, and the scripture is taken from Matthew chapter four, verses one to eleven. And this is a very famous passage about uh, temptation that Jesus received. Uh, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered them, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give, give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> Temptation. We usually associate temptation uh, with uh, sin. For example, breaking the rules or breaking God's commandment. Uh, and that's uh, what temptation is. Temptation is what makes you sin. But as you read today's scripture passage, today's story, somehow I don't see uh, it has anything to do with sin. Uh, turning stones into bread, loaves of bread and jumping off from the pinnacle of the temple. How do they, how are they sin? So I don't see obvious sin uh, then. So I realize that there is a deeper dimension about temptation. It's not just what you see on the surface. So I'd like to reflect with you on those uh, three uh, temptation stories and then see the implication of it and maybe, hopefully, how we overcome uh, our temptation. The first temptation uh, was about turning stones into loaves of bread. What does this reveal about temptation? Turning stones into bread, loaves of bread. I think it is to do with survival. I think it's to do with making living. It's not just about making bread. It's about making living. Satan told Jesus to tell these stones to become loaves of bread. I realized that 
making living is a very big part of our lives. We all make living. We work hard. You go to school, you get a job, and you make living. Isn't it why you go to school and then, uh, you know, build your career? To make living. That's very important. So, all of you, all of us, really work hard. And I see our people working really hard at their work. And then our high school students study very hard uh, to get into good university and then uh, to get a good job and to make good living. That's our responsibility. Because it's very important. But don't you realize that since it is so important, it becomes temptation. Because it is so important, it becomes temptation. If it is not important, it doesn't become temptation. But since it is so important, it becomes temptation. We become obsessed with it and forget, forget about everything else. But I want to tell you, life, I mean, making a living is important, but life is not just about making a living. I'm not saying that making a living is not important, but life is more than making a living. I hope that you realize that. Life is more than making a living. Actually, my friends, since it is so important, don't you think that we have to leave it in God's hands instead of taking charge? Since it is so important. Actually, God will take care of our needs, basic needs. Jesus told us to pray like this. How? Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. And Jesus taught us this lesson also. Seek, strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. If you strive for the kingdom of God first and righteousness, everything else will be added unto you. You don't need to worry about it. As we trust that God will take care of our needs, then your eyes open and you can start seeing that, haha, life is more than just making a living. That's when life opens up. I cannot see David very well, so I want to put it down. That's when life opens up for you. That's when you find treasure in life. Why do you think Peter left all his, all his fish and followed Jesus when he got, caught so many fish? Because he found treasure in life. So as you leave all your basic needs, to God. That's when you see 
there's something more beautiful about life than making good living. Work hard, but find the treasure in life. If you don't find that treasure in life, then you are in temptation. If you think life is all about making living, then you're in temptation. But once you leave all your basic needs in God's hands, then you can see, wow, life is much, much more than just making a living. That's the first temptation and how to overcome temptation. Leave your basic needs. Don't worry about what you shall eat, what you shall wear. Don't worry about it. Doesn't God know how to feed you? Just leave it in God's hands. And then you'll be fine. You'll be able to see what's important in life. The second temptation was like this. Satan uh, took Jesus to the top of the temple and told him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against stone. What kind of temptation is that? It is a temptation of planting seed of doubt in Jesus' mind. If he didn't say that, he would not even think about it. But he said it. You know, uh, all the golfers know, you know, to bother them. You know, there's the water. Be careful. If you didn't, didn't say that, then you don't even worry about the uh, water. Because, but, because somebody said it, now I have to worry. And that ball goes into the water. <laughs> I mean, Satan was testing Jesus, whether Jesus would protect, I mean, God will protect him or not. Protection is as much important as survival, as important as making living, which we talked about in the first temptation. But you know, we can never protect ourselves 100%. That's the truth. That's the reality. We can never protect ourselves 100%. Whether you increase the military budget or, you know, whatever you do, we can never protect ourselves 100%. Last Tuesday, I was all by myself uh, in this uh, building. And then there was a guy who uh, uh, came to uh, this building and in pickup truck. Uh, and then he rang the bell, uh, but we, we don't have a bell. He came and the, the door was locked and he was about to go. And I thought he, he came to fix our church. So I ran out and I opened the door and I called him. And he came to me and as soon as I saw his face, I'm in trouble. <laughs> this, guy is, this guy looks so disturbed. All his, I mean, he was kind of uh, half crying and all that. And then he, he told me, I need help. So, what can I do for you? And he's, he was saying, you know, FBI is following me. And then all the police uh, is, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
they kind of uh, tapped into my phone and all this, all the scenario. And then, uh, so, I mean, what would I do here? I mean, he, he, he's saying all that. Uh, I mean, just last week I talked about welcoming the stranger. <laughs> On Sunday, so I can just kick him out. But to bring him in, it's too dangerous. I was scared. So, okay, come, follow me. So I went to one or two. There was Simon and Reverend Chung. At least they are bigger than me. And also, if I'm going to die, I'll die with you. <laughs> so we sat down together, and then we uh, listened to him for about 30 minutes. You know, all he was going, he was crying, and he was banging the desk. He was angry and all that stuff. We were just listening, you know, uh, for 30 minutes. And at the end, Simon gave uh, Joe's hospital <laughs> address. <laughs> And you can go. <laughs> and it, and it, uh, he was so thankful. After 30 minutes, you know, nobody really listened to me with, without judgment. You guys were so good. You listened to me for 30 minutes and all that. And then he, he, uh, he left. But what if he came with intention to harm me? Luckily, he didn't come to harm me. But if he came with intention to harm me, I cannot pr protect myself. We cannot protect ourselves 100%. Just last month, two KSM families were robbed. Their house was totally robbed. They waited for about two weeks and then saw in and out and exactly timed it and they came and attacked the house. Both are in North York, so those who live in North York, be careful. We cannot protect ourselves from disease. We cannot protect ourselves from disaster. We cannot protect ourselves from evil. We have to leave our protection in God's hands. We have to trust that God will protect us. God will, let us, God will not let us down as we sing beautifully. God will not let us down. God will protect us. Jesus taught us to pray like this. Deliver us from evil. Same as protect us from evil. There's a psalm that I like, Psalm 121. So often when I visit homes, I read these psalms for them. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep you. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out 
and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. How beautiful. Lord will keep you. Lord will protect you. Don't test God. Just trust God. God will protect you from your harm. Not only he will take care of your basic needs, God will keep your going out and coming in from this time on and forevermore. There's nothing for you to worry about your future. God will be with you. You have big things ahead of you, whether it's wedding or it's job, whatever. Don't worry. God will protect you. Don't ever doubt that. That is how you overcome your temptation. In the third temptation, Satan took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor and said, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. This is a temptation of who or what we worship. You know, our life becomes what we worship and we become what we worship. We won't worship anything else but God and God alone. That's who we are. We won't worship anything else but God and God alone. Will I exchange my life for the whole world? For the splendor of this world? I won't. Jesus said, for what will, what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? It is God who gave me life. Not only this life, but eternal life. In every conscious moment of, our li- of my life, I will worship God, nothing else. Even when you're unconscious then, your soul will worship God. Then your life will come alive. Joy will come alive. Hope will come alive. You will sing and dance with joy. That's what life is. Life is not just about making a living. Life is not just about protection. Life is not just about having the splendor of this world. Life is to sing and dance with joy. That's what life is. Life is about having every moment of your life coming alive. God will make your life rich and meaningful. One life we live, right? I hope that you don't waste your life because of temptation. Always worry about it. And that sucks life out of you. I hope that you get out of the temptation and live it and fully 
Don't waste it. Precious life you have. Open your eyes. Come out of temptation and live it. Let us sing together. I have to sing by myself so you sing louder. The priest is not going to come up. They didn't practice this one. <laughs>